0: Oh, my lovelies. Welcome to another Thursday. Um, it's Miss Bradley with Cerberus. I hope everyone has been having a wonderful couple of weeks. I apologize that I wasn't well enough last week to be here. Um, I unfortunately have fallen ill. I uh, ended up with COVID. Um, I'm Vaccinated. I got vaccinated in May, um, but unfortunately, sometimes these things do happen, and um, I just, I happen to get it, and last week, it was very difficult to speak, but this week is much, much better, and I wanted to talk today, especially about with me being sick, um, it is to take care of yourself and how important it is to know yourself you spend more time with yourself than with anyone else you are your first advocate and something that i've noticed in talking to different people about what's going on and especially what's going on in the world um people out there um, trying to control abortion rights and things of that nature you know your body is yours and so with being ill and with illness being around and COVID having new uh, variants and that's not to say anything I don't know which variant I have I don't know what exactly you know is going around here I do know that the numbers for COVID are going way back up, Um, not necessarily because people are being less safe again, but that there are new strains. And what you have to understand is this is a virus that is based on RNA, not DNA. DNA replicates almost exactly every time. RNA replicates with mutations, and so that's why so many variants have come about is because the RNA creates a mutation, which creates a new variant, and so with that being said, and with so many people getting sick again, I just want everyone to really think about knowing themselves. I'm not just talking about a mental way. I'm talking about physically. Know what is normal for your body. I went to the doctor thinking I had a flu or a cold. I usually get sick once a year really badly. Last year it was pneumonia. The year before that, I think it was flu. I'm not really certain. I know there was an ear infection involved in something like that, but... Every year I get sick very badly, at least once. And this year it's COVID. And when I went to the doctor, I didn't think that's what it was. I thought I had a sinus and ear infection because I'm prone to them. But I went to the doctor and I've had fluid in my ears and it's been difficult to hear. And she just wanted to send me on my way, tell me everything was fine. You're good. We swabbed you for flu and COVID, and we're going to give you your results. And I told the lady, I said, no, you're going to give me something. You're going to give me something for my symptoms. You're going to give me something to help. And begrudgingly, the doctor did. And I'm eternally grateful that I was able to... I guess, bully the doctor into giving me something at that time because I would have had a much worse time of it than I have. And it's been rough. It's been very rough. So I can only imagine how rough it is for other people who just take the doctor's word and don't do anything. Now, I'm not saying that... You shouldn't listen to your doctors, please, by all means do. What I'm saying is know your body, because most of these doctors, they see hundreds of people. They don't know you on the same level that you know yourself. And so you have to be able to stand up for yourself and tell them when something's not right. And so I want more people to realize that they can do that. I have a very dear friend, she has pneumonia, she's had pneumonia for a little while now and she's had so many different tests done and doctors basically told her, you know, we're going to keep doing tests to find out what's wrong with you. She begged them for an antibiotic. If she had not begged them for an antibiotic at that time, by the time the test came back with the level of pneumonia in her system, she'd have been admitted to the hospital you need to know yourself now with that being said that also goes with going to the doctor and going to the hospital um the other night i fell i was very dizzy and i fell and i I didn't think much of it because i'm a clumsy person but someone very very dear to me made me promise them that i would go to the doctor And so I went to the hospital and I was there for quite some time. And it turns out that, and I didn't know this, viral infections can make the tubes in your ears swell, which causes vertigo. Um, And I have extreme vertigo. I'm now having trouble walking around my teeny tiny studio apartment. I'm having trouble moving my head too fast. And I'm a fast-paced person. I can't I can't just lay around and do nothing for very long. I, Yes, I can be couch potato. Don't get me wrong. I love being a couch potato. But I can't just be a potato forever, you know? And so me being stubborn, me wanting to walk around and do all the things, I can't. I I literally can't without falling over, and so um, I'm now taking um, different medicines to try and kind of keep that from happening as much, and I'm learning things, for instance, I did not know that ginger can help with that, I know ginger's good for nausea and digestion and A lot of things of that nature, but I didn't know that ginger can help with motion sickness, which I guess falls in the same blood of uh, of nausea. But what I'm learning in all of this is that there's a lot of different properties to herbs and things that I hadn't really thought of. And so in addition to helping with your digestion and helping with your skin and um, helping with you know hair and things, Ginger helps with um, motion sickness. And um, in my journey here with COVID, I um, have been relying pretty heavily on mint tea, and I cannot stress enough how much I love just a cup of mint tea to kind of soothe things. I was reading about it, and it, it's it's an idea that I got from a friend of mine. Um, mint tea has, um, or mint in general, uh, a lot of people use it in their cooking anyway but mint has a lot of different vitamins in it and it has a lot of uh different um what's the word not oxygen um oh i have it i just need to find the word um unfortunately my brain's a little bit fuzzy these days and uh <laughs> It would be lovely if I could remember everything that I want to remember. Antioxidant. That's the word I'm trying to think of. Um, (sighs) Mint has a lot of vitamin A, a lot of iron, a lot of manganese and folate. um, And uh, it's a good source of... um, well, I already said vitamin A, which is good for your eyes. Which, um, believe it or not, is something you know you think carrots when you think eyes, but mint is very good for your eyes. It helps with your digestion. It helps with um, if you have IBS or or any kind of um, digestive issues. Um, it's really really good for your nausea. Um, essentially. Um, indigestion, if you've got heartburn, um, which mind you, ginger gives me some crazy heartburn. I didn't realize I took two heartburn pills today. (laughs) Um, but, uh, the smell of peppermint oil improves your memory. If you have something going on, like for instance, a test and say you're just really tired and you're about to take a test just smell some peppermint it it helps with your memory it helps for you to recall things especially if you smell that while you're studying um and it benefits your brain function as well um it helps with a lot of different things and one thing that i found is um in a lot of over-the-counter like cold medicines you find menthol and I always thought of menthol you know like cigarettes but menthol is essentially a compound in peppermint oil and what that is is it decongests your nasal passages and it um essentially helps with your breathing and um It's thought to help people with like the flu or cold or things of that nature. Um, So I really recommend adding mint if you're not feeling very well. Um, And another thing that I've always added, it started off kind of being a bit of a kitchen witch. I was helping out a loved one. And I'm just, years ago, sitting there making some soup for them and I'm going through my herbs and spices and things of that nature and I just had this feeling that rosemary would help so I took a little bit of rosemary and I ground it up in my mortar and pestle because I'm not gonna lie I'm not bougie I don't want to have those like really big like I don't grind my own wheat for my bread like some people um i'd love to if i had the ability to don't get me wrong fresh bread is the best tasting bread you'll ever have in your life especially sourdough but i digress um i ground up some rosemary and i stuck it in the water while i was making the soup and it helped she got better a little faster and come to find out rosemary also has antioxidants is also very good for your blood it is good for your skin Um, rosemary oil is in some sunscreens because it helps to protect your skin Um, rosemary is a very good uh, herb for your stomach for inflammation for all of these things and so now anytime i make soup especially for other people sometimes i forget to do it for myself mostly because I'm stubborn, or maybe I run out of rosemary. At the moment, I'm out. But um, if you take just a little and you grind it up and put it in the water when you make the soup, it puts that good oil and the good nutrients into the entire bowl, the entire um, pot of soup. And so when you ingest it, you take in all of those extra nutrients along with the chicken noodle soup whatever soup that you drink um when you're not feeling well and it helps now i didn't want to just talk about being sick yes i am and yes that's essentially what's going on with me right now um funny. My mom literally just had surgery too. She had a couple teeth pulled and I was telling her, you know, you can, if you have, if you have mouth pain, clove oil can help with that as well. And if you have no clove oil, but you have cloves, which the Bradley family always has cloves in the in the uh, cabinets. We always have cloves. We have a family recipe for ham. And our ham might not be the most healthy thing in the world, but it's surely delightful. And we basically take a ham and cut little slices through, and we put the cloves on the ham, and then we cover it with... Uh, Brown sugar, and we bake it, and that's our holiday ham. So um, I know my mom always has cloves in the house. I do. And so I told her to suck on the cloves. Because when you have inconsolable mouth pain, cloves actually help. You can suck on that, and it'll help to alleviate your pain. Now, mind you, it tastes bad. I'm not going to lie. It tastes awful. It really does. But it helps. And so this is, I guess, just me talking about a little kitchen witchery, little things that you can do. Um, I've said that twice now. Kitchen witchery is just basically you're in the kitchen, you add something to a stew, or you add something to something you wouldn't normally add to it, You know, like my rosemary in my soup. That just adds a little bit of oomph, a little bit of something, a little bit of magic to what you're doing. Because when you think about it, when you bake and you're stirring the ingredients together to make a dough, and I like to bake, I love I love to bake. It makes me so happy to just bake a bunch of cookies or cake. It's soothing. And why is it soothing? Because those strokes, the repetition of it, the measuring and putting everything together, it's a form of witchcraft. And do that nourishes others, it nourishes yourself, and it's it's beautiful, It's uh, it's just natural, and so just in thinking about all the things that I do for others that I really should do for myself as well, you know, I just, you go through your cabinet and you look at what you have, Look at garlic, for instance. I always have garlic. I try to keep fresh garlic in the house if I can. If I can't, I always have garlic powder. Not going to lie. Lowry's um, garlic salt is the best thing on the planet. If you haven't tried it, try it. You're welcome. You'll thank me. Um, (laughs) It is my favorite spice. I put it on everything. But garlic in and of itself, um, again, antioxidant, good for skin teeth nails hair blood it helps with your blood pressure your blood sugar everything um oat is good for your cholesterol it's what oatmeal is made out of cheerios are made out of oats um it's good for you it helps you with fiber helps to keep your body regular um not everyone has oat in their um, pantry but oatmeal is very helpful um When you think about uh, basil, I use a lot of basil in my actual magic. Um, I have dried basil, and it has a lot of different properties when burned or when used in spell work, and it's also good for what you eat. Um, Eating basil is, again... It's green, it's got iron, it's antioxidant properties, it has, it's good for your blood, it's, it's, everything is good in small amounts, and so when you're making sauces from scratch and you take your, your herbs, just say something positive over the herbs as you add them to your pot, even if you don't make it from scratch and you add something to it, just say something nice when you, you know... Add it to the pot. Take, if you can use fresh herbs, wonderful. If you can't, use your dried herbs and just good intentions. Just say good intentions over what you cook. And when you eat it, you bring that into yourself. If you cook with love, I'm Southern. It's an old Southern phrase that things are made with love. My granny used to cook for, gosh, i think my dad had nine siblings i can't remember off the top of my head i'd have to name them all but daddy had a lot of siblings and my granny used to cook full on what looked like thanksgiving meals for lunch meatloaf turkey uh ham spaghetti what have you whole different things because that's a large family and everything always tasted better when your granny or your grandma or your mom cooked it because it's made with love, And that is exactly what I'm talking about when I talk about kitchen witchery. You imbue what you want into what you cook, into what you make, into what you serve. And you help people that way. I love cooking for other people. I especially love cooking for those that are very close to me. Um, you'll hear me say a lot of times, if you know me in person, that food equals love because grown up Southern, you feed people. That's what you do. You always have something ready to give to your company. If you have company coming over, you always have cookies or, or a bread or a cake or something that's set aside in case, you know, you have someone come over when someone comes over, you ask them if they've eaten. Are you hungry? Do you want something? You know, anyone who knows me knows that's that's how it is. And that's how I've always been. That's how I was raised. And so food equals love for me is definitely something that I, I believe in. And when I cook for people, I try to put all my love and all of my intention and all of the good juju that I want you to have in what we're cooking. Even if I'm not even doing it, I wanna say consciously, perhaps subconsciously, when I put things into, even if I'm just making up something from a mix that's already pre-made because let's face it, today's day and age, we don't always have time to make things from scratch. Goodness knows I wish, and I wish my kitchen was big enough that I could. Oh, if I had a big kitchen the things I would make in there. You'd never see me out of it. I'd be baking up a storm. But but even if it's not conscious, I'm still putting love in everything that I cook, everything that I make, everything that I do for people. When you brew tea, when you bake cookies, when you make some chicken, shake and bake anything you just you put love in it and so that in and of itself because you know I like to talk about metaphysical things and that for me is how I kind of connect with people and connect with my craft as well because we use a lot of the same things with spell work. I've talked about candles, I've talked about herbs, I've talked about colors, but the herbs are from the earth and they are things that we ingest. And in my practice, I typically don't use anything that would be toxic. Um, And so when I make my offerings to my deities, It's usually with food. Um, When I make an offering to my ancestors, oh, Lord, there'd better be food and there'd better be booze. I always, I found that the majority of my ancestors particularly enjoy alcohol, which I can't blame them. They're my ancestors, after all. And I do love some alcohol. But um, I had this delightful wine I think it was a dragon fruit wine I had a little bit of and it was before the hurricane a few years back and I'm walking around my house making things, you know, to protect the house and putting blessings and wards up because one of my specialties is protection. And as I'm walking around the house that I lived in at the time, I had this urge to go get the last of that wine that I had been saving for a special occasion. I was saving it. It was my favorite. I walk outside and I'm like, oh, you guys want this, don't you? And I felt like I could almost hear laughter and just the, go on, child. Take one swing and give us the rest and we'll take care of you. And I did. And I made it through with no trouble. We lost power for quite some time, I'm not gonna lie, but my home was fine, my family was fine, my, my pets, my children were fine, and I felt protected. My, my ancestors love their alcohol, but when I make offerings, it, it's generally in food form, especially my father has passed, And when I'm feeling particularly blue and missing him or when I am wanting to communicate with him, I eat specific foods or I'll leave out specific foods. And one of the things that he always loved that I've been craving lately, which means I need to pick some up, is orange slices. And I'm not talking about Actual orange slices. He loved those. Don't get me wrong, but the candy orange slices, little gummy candy, gets stuck in your teeth. I can only eat two or three of them before my entire mouth hurts. But he loved them, and I can just taste them lately. And so I know my dad's thinking about me, or I'm, I'm thinking about him, or another food that you and I would eat together would be the canned deviled ham it's a little white can a little devil on it he loved the stuff and i love the stuff and so i'll eat that sometimes when i miss him or you know sometimes um i'll just crave tuna salad for no reason other than i just desperately want some tuna salad but i don't want it the way i eat it i want it the way daddy liked it and he had a little everything out of the kitchen sink on there. Like he put an entire head of lettuce in with his tuna and he whole tomato and onion and just all of that. And um, me, I like it with a little bit of tomatoes, some onions, some uh, old bay, mayonnaise, you know, the works. But he just had everything under the sun in that Uh, tuna salad and sometimes I'll just really want that and I just know that my dad's around and he's just thinking you know it's nice you know when you think about those things and uh, I know I've kind of gotten off topic but talking about food and talking about you know what makes I guess kitchen witchcraft kitchen witchcraft is anything really to do with food and I got onto this topic because of the herbs that I've been using to try and make myself better but it doesn't have to be just about making yourself better it can be just any old day, you know and so like just these things that I think of and um, you know, you can just Kind of when you feed others, you feed your soul. And when you feed your soul, you're happy. And I guess I just kind of put all these things together and that's where my brain goes. But I do love to cook. If any of you actually, you know, know me in real life, you know, I love to cook. And I, I do enjoy when people like my food. I, I am not a measurer. Usually, I'll follow a recipe to a point, and then it just goes off the rails, and I do what I need to do. Uh, there is a, uh, a meme that I enjoy, and it talks about how um, the person uh, in the meme seasons things until their ancestors say, Child, that is enough. That is the truth. That is exactly how I season things. I look at things, and like, okay, we're going to do this. We're gonna do that. We're gonna add this and this and this, and then I'm like, okay, a little more of this, and it turns out wonderful. Hopefully, hopefully. Sometimes not so much. But <laughs> I enjoy experimenting in the kitchen as well, and all of that is in itself a type of witchcraft, whether you know it or not, whether you recognize it that way or not. It, it, it kind of is. I know. I can feel my mom just cringing when I say this because I've asked her to listen. But <laughs> it's true. And when you put love into what you cook, that's all it is. You know, positivity and happiness and love. So <sighs> now that I think I've tired myself out a little bit, um, and I probably talked your ear off about things. Um, I just want to let everyone know that I'm here if you need to talk. I'm here if you need anything. Um, if you ever need someone to lean on, if you have questions, if you want to share recipes, please, by all means, send recipes my way. I'll send some your way. I'm a huge fan. I have a really great recipe for, um, cheesecake, if I can find it. Um, particularly yummy with a blue blueberry glaze but um, I digress Um, you can reach me on Twitter under Cerberus Magic and uh, you can email me I am Cerberus S-E-R-B-E-R U-S Magic M-A-G-I-C-K at gmail.com you can find me at TikTok under your survey service um, and just reach out. I am happy, happy to talk to you. If you email me, if you message me, I will respond. I will read on air if you want me to. If you have ideas for what you'd like to hear me talk about, please send them my way. Um, just know you are loved. I love all of you, more than all the stars in the sky, and I hope you have a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you next week.